Welcome to Mamahood is a Trip, the podcast where we fully embrace the raw motherhood movement and all of the wild, wonderful, and why is this wet moments. Oh yeah, did we mention we're traveling full time in an RV? Time to welcome your host, Ashley Cluck. And buckle up, mama, because it's about to get wild. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode. I am so glad you're here. Today we are going to chat about routines, why I'm such a big fan of them, and I'll share what a typical day in the life looks like for us with an almost 11 month old. So while the first few weeks with Oakley were basically like a blur of eat, sleep, poop, repeat, we quickly settled into a routine for her sake and our own mental health. I have definitely always been a creature of habit and I like to do things a certain way. Jake is a little, okay, way more go with the flow. And if you know us in real life, or if you've been tuning in since the launch of this podcast, you definitely know this for a fact. During the first few months of Oakley's life or side, I basically Googled myself to the point that I was overanalyzing everything, researching every sleep expert and breastfeeding guru out there. I exhausted myself. But out of all the scrolling, we determined that it was best to set a routine, a schedule as best we could. Because, you know, apparently babies and toddlers like those. (laughs) So we followed the recommended wake windows and set her nap times accordingly. When I say schedule, I strictly mean nap times or her wake windows, so to speak. I never scheduled her nursing sessions. We have been on demand since day one. And if you fast forward to today, she'll just raise up my shirt when she wants the boob. (laughs) So... Since we set a routine for Oakley's wake windows, we do our very best to stick to them. That means we set appointments, make lunch and dinner dates with friends, and basically revolve our life around her. (laughs) Because our life is a little unconventional, traveling in a camper pretty frequently, I tried to mimic our normal routine wherever we go. We started traveling with her around, I think it was like two and a half months. And at the time, I bought two of everything, and I mean everything. So we would have the same style crib, the same sound machine, the same everything in the camper. I know from all my Googling that when babies are out of their element, they don't sleep well. And bouncing back and forth from the house to the camper, and then of course traveling to visit family, I wanted to minimize that as much as possible. So new mamas out there, if you're going to be traveling like me or even just visiting family out of town for the holidays, try to mimic their at-home environment as much as possible. There are some, if you use a sound machine at home, there's some really great ones on Amazon that are battery powered portable and they're awesome. I think I paid maybe, I want to say like 20 bucks for one, but fascinating. I mean, it's really not, but we never actually used that one because I ordered the exact same one that we have at the house for a camper. And I just use that one if we visit family or do something different. So there's that. Now, of course, there are going to be factors that disrupt routines. So one of them that affects Oakley the most is definitely when she's teething or making new leaps in her development. Like right now, she is, I think she's teething. She's about to enter a new leap and she's been waking up at like 5 a.m. And we have been putting her to bed at 7.30. She's having plenty to eat before she goes to bed. So I definitely think it's one of those two things. So of course, there's going to be things like that and there's going to be outside factors, Storms, dogs barking, asshole neighbors that are hooping and hollering, you name it. Like during the first few months, any of the outside factors 
like noisy neighbors. I'm not going to even get into that, but just know that we struggled with that. It made my blood boil. But as time went on, I realized that I just had to accept that things weren't always going to go exactly the way that I wanted them to. I talk a lot about that back on episode 13, I believe. It's called Finding Flexibility. If you haven't tuned into that one, please do so. Now that we have kind of like introed into this about routines and why I believe in them, I want to do a little walkthrough of a typical day in our life with an infant who's basically already a toddler. (laughs) And since we established that routine early on, we have pretty much stuck to it, just making adjustments as her developments and sleep patterns have changed. So this is going to be what it looks like for us. I just want to say that your routine doesn't have to look like ours. Everyone's home life is different and that's perfectly okay. So let's get into it. When Oakley is not teething or doing somersaults in her crib because she just learned how, um, she normally wakes up about 6.30 to 7 a.m. Like I said, sometimes when she's teething, she likes to wake up at 5. Early bird gets more coffee. (laughs) Immediately after getting her up and her dapper change, she breastfeeds. After she's full, I pour my first cup of coffee and put in my mom cozy portable breast pump on the side that she didn't nurse on. Then I put on Moana or Coco, her two current favorites, while I enjoy that first cup of coffee in peace. I'll put that one down as something I said I wouldn't do when I became a parent, you know, like putting on cartoons so you could have like a moment of peace. (laughs) I too was once a fool. So by the time I am done pumping and going in for my second cup of coffee, she's definitely getting ready for breakfast. I normally make that for us around 8 a.m. and it's usually one of three things for her. French toast, homemade peanut butter and banana pancakes, or yogurt, and then of course some sort of fruit as a side. After breakfast, I usually have to strip her down at the kitchen table and put her in the sink to clean up, especially if there was yogurt involved. After cleanup, I put her back in baby gel, aka the extra large playpen that I ordered from Amazon. Seriously, that thing takes up the entire living room and was the best 150-ish whatever dollars I ever spent. And then of course, unpause Moana so I can do the dishes. Once I've cleaned up the kitchen, we play for about an hour and then she is ready for a nap. And while she naps, I either get work done around the house or work on deliverables for my copywriting clients, which keep me pretty busy and I am so grateful for. She normally sleeps for about an hour to an hour and a half. And when she wakes, she acts like she hasn't had any food or breast milk in days. So it's a mad dash to get her diaper changed before she starts screaming for more boob. And then after she's full, we either go to the park so mama can get her two miles in around the track or we run errands. I try to take her to the park almost every day. Sometimes it's mid-morning and sometimes it's mid-afternoon. I think she really enjoys nature and people watching. At around noon, I start going back and forth from the pantry to the fridge trying to figure out what I'm going to feed the tiny human for lunch. Most of the time, it's an assortment of things that don't make sense to go together, but she always seems pleased, so it works. Finger foods are definitely her favorite right now. She does really well with the fork and a spoon, so of course we're really proud. I'm convinced she's a baby genius. <laughs> and then after lunch, we repeat the same ritual. Mama turns on cocoa so I can clean the kitchen. Then it's playtime until her next nap around 2, 2.30 p.m. So most of the time, we practice her walker on her little walker that I got her. She helps me or tries to with the laundry. We throw balls around. We read a ton of books. Other days, I let Disney Plus keep her entertained for a solid two hours. It's called balance or whatever. (laughs) When she goes down for her second nap, I do one of two things. I either kick it into high gear and work 
or I fall into a mindless scroll on TikTok and act confused when an hour has passed and she's suddenly awake. (laughs) Once again, when she wakes, she acts like she hasn't ate in days. So I have exactly three minutes from the time she wakes up to get her fresh pants and a boob in her mouth before she's a completely different baby. And that's after she's deemed that she's had enough to eat. We head to the park if we didn't go earlier in that day. And honestly, afternoon strolls at the park just have a better ring to them anyways. So once we get back home, it's time to start thinking about dinner and again, staring into the pantry for at least 10 minutes, feeding her snacks while I'm standing there debating on what we should have. Then we normally have dinner around 6 p.m. She actually just moved to three meals a day instead of two. And then after dinner, we follow the three Bs, bath, bottle, bed. She's always had a bottle of breast milk at night because I put her probiotics in there. Then it's time for bath. So Oakley is definitely a water baby through and through and would stay in the bath for an entire hour if I let her. But putting lotion on this baby is definitely considered a sin in her book. She does not like it. And what's hilarious is Jake hates lotion and he has baby soft skin. So aside from calluses on his hands working, you know, aside from that, he has baby soft skin, never puts on lotion. I have to put on like a freaking gallon of lotion to keep my skin even remotely soft very irritating. Anyways, now it's time for a bottle in bed. 7.30 p.m. rolls around and it's lights out, but not before a few cuddles and singing, you are my sunshine. So I turn on her sound machine, close the bedroom door, and collapse on the couch, taking a mental beat from the day. Whether I stay there or actually finish picking up the house is anyone's guess. Most of the time, I tell myself that I'm going to do some like elaborate nighttime skincare routine because hashtag self-care mama deserves it. But normally, it's a quick shower, a slather of lotion on my face and body, I brush my teeth, I climb in bed, and then I put on one of the five comfort TV shows that I've seen 10 times over. I usually make it about 20 minutes in before I'm passed out. Then my alarm, sorry, Oakley, calls me into her room at 6 a.m. to do it all over again. Anytime someone asks me how motherhood is going, I have the same answer. It's the absolute best and hardest thing I've ever done. And I don't know what I did without her. Thanks for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, stay wild, mama. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mamahood is a Trip. Be sure to follow the podcast wherever you're listening so you don't miss one Mamahood moment. Follow along on Instagram at Ashley Cluck and head to our website at www.mamahoodisatrip.com to learn more and get involved. Until next time, stay wild, mamas.